You are now listening to The Whitehorn Project. Bang, Whitehorn Project. What the hell is up, people? Thanks for tuning in. If you're offended by hell, you shouldn't be listening to this podcast. My name is Alec. I'm your host. Dylan's over there. He's the other host. If you're watching our YouTube channel, you'll see our beautiful faces. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm drinking a little bit of rosé tonight. I got a little vodka soda action going on. I'm trying to be calorie conscious. There he is. As much as I can, at least. <laughs> there he is. Hey, Dill. How, how's your evening? <laughs> it's going well, man. I, I'm happy to be here. Good. You know, the usual. I'm glad you're happy to be here on the podcast. It's fun. We have a good time. We got a good quote. Always have a good quote. This one comes from an animated film. Our first animated film. Is it? Yeah. It's our first animated pi- film. Yeah, a little Pixar action, right? My, my roommate can literally quote Chris. He can quote this entire movie, I swear to God. But um, <laughs> this one comes from The Incredibles, 2004. How old Ooh. were we then, though? Eight? I was eight. Bevy. Yeah. Yeah. It's eight. Something like that. Um, Frozone says, Honey, where is my super suit? <laughs> Dill, what does a super suit mean to you? I think immediately of going out, like on a night on the town, going to the bar or something, getting my God. friends together. I'm, it's t shirt time. I'm throwing mm. on maybe like a little wife beater or the mm-hmm. shirt before the shirt. I got, I got oh, one on. I got one on under my sweatshirt. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. For all my Jersey Shore people out there, you should remember uh, mm-hmm. T-shirt time. But mm-hmm. no, I, I think about just you know putting on your your best outfit, mm. getting out there, and just feeling like you got superpowers. Because yeah. damn, you shit's on fleek, man. You just yeah. you're looking good. You're feeling good. Yeah, look good, feel good, play good. Exactly, man. Play good, slay good. Take care of the world. Yeah. yeah. Save it. Save it. Save yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when I when I think about the when I think about that quote too, it's pretty funny to me because so obviously right there's your super suit, what it means to somebody who's, you know, in the real world. But I mm. also think about that idea behind, like what is like what does that super suit mean or mm. the idea of needing that super suit? Yeah. So you know when you when you look good, you feel good, you play good, kind of like you mentioned. But um, what about if we just felt good and played good and it didn't matter like what we looked like or, you know, do we need to have the super suit, I guess is what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, I think the super suit is vital. I think the super suit is vital. I do. You do. I do because I think it is a reflection of how you carry yourself and mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be worried about what other people think about you. It's about how you perceive yourself and if you put on tights and a cape makes you feel good, then best believe you should put on that cape and those tights. But I don't know. What if you're walking around like a slob? Are you going to go ahead and save the world? I mean, how, are people going to take you seriously? You not, No, not at all. Like, you got macaroni sauce on your shirt? You know, fuck that. You're going to look like an idiot. So, yeah, I think you, I think the suit definitely plays a factor. Um, yeah, why? Do you think differently? Or is it your hope that one day we won't need super suits? Just walk around naked. Yeah. yeah. I. So when you talk about that idea of the super suit in that, you know, people – they they might need it they might not that it's vital right and obviously in your opinion it, it's vital mm-hmm. uh, i think women actually have a really good um a really good grasp on this and the reason i say that is because i used to always hear this quote that guys dress up to go to the bar to look good for women mm-hmm. and women dress up to go to the bar to look good for other women i've heard that yeah. and and 
that speaks to the idea that you just brought up, which is it's it's for other women, but it's also for for themselves. Yeah, self confidence. They want to feel good, right? They want to feel good. They want they want to you know dress and make sure they look good compared to other women and totally. stuff. And guys sort of do that, but they're it's not in the same vein. Like it's not. There almost feels like they're putting on a facade. Like you, and that's what I mean. Mm. It's like you put on the outfit almost as a way to kind of wash back maybe some of your insecurities or some of the things that you maybe don't feel good about yourself. Mm -hmm. So I think that it is vital because it can give you that confidence. However, devil's advocate side, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, I think that you could also go without it. And I, and I think that having confidence to go out and wear whatever the hell you want it speaks a lot to sure. your character and your comfortability in your own skin. Now, I'm not saying look like a slob, <laughs> yeah. but maybe maybe you wear something a little bit different or you no. know, you're not cookie cutter. No, I think that that's a great point because I think wearing whatever the hell you want and wearing your super suit might be different, you know, because, mm -hmm. you know, like, I love cheetah print and overalls, but that's not going to be my <laughs> super suit, you know? So, <laughs> but right. I also think about the quote yeah. in a different light too. Let me let me just carry through this thought really quickly. I talk about, honey, where's my super suit? Like you can't find it. You don't know where it is. Are you placing your super suit in a place that you can't find it? Or are all your super suits in a nice lined up little spot in your closet? Because for me, I got my super suits ready to go, right? They're pressed. They're clean. I could throw it on and we're going out and I'm going to a, a wedding and I'm going to look flames. But how is he missing his super suit? Is his wife washing it? You know, where is it? You know, what's your thoughts? Yeah, yeah, you're not looking for the super suits. No. All your super suits, they, they're looking for you. No, they yeah. find you because you make it easy for them to yeah. do so. No, I like that idea. I also like the idea of having multiple, right? Not just having mm. that one, um, that one outfit, or if we want to go even deeper, that one persona mm -hmm. that you wear, right? Like being able to be flexible and multifaceted and wear different kinds of super suits in life, you know, depending on the situation or depending on how you're feeling. That's also something that's really cool too. That allows you to be more open-minded and more, you know, malleable to situations where a lot of people have have a really hard time feeling comfortable going away from what they're used to and yeah. trying other other things. So what would your super suit be, right? If you're in the Incredibles, what's your, are you wearing a cape? Or is it no capes? What do you what's your what's your kind of <laughs> So so if I if I was a superhero, wow, that's a good question. I so I grew up just like really loving you know, like Spider Man and all those guys Love that wore all those decked out, like all those decked out sleek suits. I think I'd wear something that's a little tight. Yeah. Hopefully, I'm muscular, show off a little bit. I'd like to think that my powers would be like super strength and maybe agility. Mm -hmm. Be cool to be like the Flash or something. Sure. But yeah, I, I think I'd have something simple, but mm -hmm. something that shows off the physique. And that that's grounded in a lot of my personal training mm -hmm. and just general fitness interests. That's how I like. To, that's how I portray myself in my mind, and that's the image I like to portray to the world. So I think that my superhero persona, if it yeah. was most accurate to who I think I am, would fit along the same line. Yeah, totally. No, I think I'm kind of in a similar boat. I like the tights. I like. I kind of like the flashy <laughs> colors a little bit, but maybe you yeah. got like different seasons. So you got like you know, in, sure. <laughs> in one season you're one color, in one season you're another color. Not like not like Spider-Man and Venom. A little bit, you know, a little bit different. <laughs> But uh, I mean, those are two different like characters, anyways. But I also think of um, Batman, although he's kind of got like shithole powers, in my opinion, because they're all kind of fake, and he's just rich, and he has. A I love his cars, the car, the bike. I feel like that's a, that's a combination of a super suit, in my opinion. So I, I kind of like that. He's also got a mask on, so I kind of feel with that. But I was big on Spider-Man too. Um, okay, hot take. 
Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans, are those the, the best Spider-Mans, or what's your take on that? I feel like it's so generational. It depends on how old you are and what you grew up with. I, I, Spider-Man, to me, is Tobey Maguire. Totally, me too. Although I really, I really do like Tom Holland. Yeah, and he's, I'm he, he also seems like a good kid, you know, at the end of the day. I feel like yeah. he really is like a nice, genuine-hearted kid, you know? Yeah, and also being more in tune with the Spider-Man lore and just the comic books a little bit. I was never a big comic book reader, Me but I, I did you know dabble in the expanded universe. When I think about that stuff, there were different timelines, and Peter Parker was kind of portrayed at different ages. Mm -hmm. So I like – Tom Holland does really fit the more teenage, like younger – Spider-Man and Tobey Maguire, even though he was in high school in the movies, yeah, like what? he felt way older. Let's he talk felt about older that. Than... That guy looked like he was forty <laughs> years old in the Spider-Man movie films. But yeah, well, that's Hollywood in a nutshell. I mean, every go listen. Anybody out there that's listening, go and look up your favorite actors and how old they were in your favorite shows from like Disney or mm -hmm. like Nickelodeon. Some of them are age appropriate, but most of the time they're older and in some cases they're significantly older like hannah montana that jackson dude that motherfucker was like 35 or something get out or, or, dude i swear <laughs> to god he might not have been that old no but, but i know but still shit. yeah yeah and he he was playing like a fucking young kid so yeah yeah i mean and that that speaks to a whole nother idea which is kind of just like illusions and deceptions and that plays a little bit into super the superhero world too because it's yeah. like your super suit does the super suit make the super hero or does the superhero make the super suit oh does the superhero make the super suit or does the super suit make the super well can mr incredible do what he can yeah he's still got strength without the suit on he could still save mm -hmm. the world he could, he could stop a car from getting hit you know by a train but is he willing to give up his identity and risk everything else because you have to think about that stuff too because all of that plays into the super as a person right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i i think the super suit makes the superhero unfortunately because you would want it to be that you could you don't need any external thing other than your core to be the superhero mm -hmm. but i do feel like the super suit allows you to evolve into that role but may, i don't know maybe this is a conversation that we should bring we should talk a little bit more about in the future because I definitely think that you should it, – it's kind of like a weird little play yeah. – I don't know how to even describe it. Well, so in that in that circumstance too, it's a little bit more cut and dry, right? Because they have they have super identities and things that they need to protect. So there's a very obvious reason as to, to needing – there's a need for the super there suit. There is a need for the super suit, yes. Yeah. But is there a need if we peel this back? and bring it into real life is there a need for human beings the individual person do they need the super suit does the super suit make the the person or does the person make the suit like does your outfit right. like your persona does does one create the other or is it more mm -hmm. of like a symbiotic relationship i don't know the answer you mean like most people can't rock cargo shorts but there's definitely people out there that can rock cargo shorts. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like what's and why? Why is it's that? Because of the way they carry themselves. So that's that's the reason yeah. why. You know. So that, yeah. I mean, that in a real in a real world example, the person makes the suit. The suit should not make the person. I think, from a, like an eth, not an ethics, but uh, you know, that kind of perspective. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right, so the last question I'll leave you with, and then it's following the same track, and I've given you some hard ones because I think yeah, this you is give a me cool some hard ones. Yeah. No, it is really cool though. But yeah, go for it. 
But so the last question that I want to ask you is, so if we're continuing along this same vein then of superheroes having a need for the super suit, that secret identity, and that enabling them to be what they need to be, what the world needs them to be. In human beings, it's a little bit more muddy. Are we maybe then idealizing and making heroes and looking up to, to figures and ideas that aren't actually reflective of our own lives. Oh, easily. 100%. I, mean, I think that's like almost like a rhetorical question, in my opinion. Look at the people in, in, in music. Look at the people that, oh, Bobby Shmurda, put him, in, put him in the prison, but let's free Bobby, even though he murdered somebody. What? <laughs> Are you kidding me? I mean, I don't know if he murdered somebody. I mean, we're not going to quote this on the podcast, but we, maybe we'll cut this part. Maybe we won't. But you get the point. <laughs> Why are we telling the world to free people that don't reflect our values? You know, because we like mm -hmm. their music. You know, I, I, I don't, I don't think. Yeah, I, th I definitely think we put people on a pedestal that we shouldn't put on. You know. Yeah. You think no, so? No, absolutely. I think so. And I, and I, when I try to conceptualize like this idea and this topic, and this is a quote was a really good one because it brought a lot of things that I wasn't initially thinking about to the table to, to discuss. It does speak to this greater idea that I think we idolize, and this goes just beyond even superheroes. We just, we idolize things and, and circumstances that are not necessarily good for us, or I think um, in line with what we, we actually could achieve or what we mm -hmm. should hope to achieve. And that can be problematic. And I think that might be the cause of a lot of people's um, like discomfort mm -hmm. or depression is, you know, you want to be able to strive and to emulate the best in society and the best that you c could possibly be. And I just think that like superheroes, the reason why we're so drawn to them is because they have these crazy powers and these abilities that are like unnatural. They're super. Yeah. And that's great for entertainment. It's great to be compelled to that. But I just I, – I, I urge people to be careful about – those types of things because obviously you can't stick to walls or become invisible but some of the other people that we, we become heroes like you can easily be a gangbanger mm -hmm. if you wanted to be you could easily be mm -hmm. you know a lot of these other things that people portray on tv and in media so yeah. maybe just always keeping an idea of what you're looking to achieve and what you want to become and really scoring that against like is, is this actually yeah you know the best for you well even in characters that that might not necessarily represent poor values or things like that i think people idealize people that they want themselves to be but are too afraid to be themselves so for mm -hmm. example i mean obviously superheroes that's an anomaly because i mean they're not real and we're just talking mm -hmm. about them in human context but people that we do idealize or look up to we look up to those people because they ultimately are what we like or would like to like about ourselves, but unfortunately don't necessarily have the guts to to be all the time. So it's definitely an interesting concept. Um, did you have a favorite character from The Incredibles? Yeah, I like the baby. Yeah, and I think if you the one whose head on, went the, on fire. Yeah, yeah. and I, I don't know if you've seen the, the sequel to the movie. It took yeah. a long time for uh -huh. it to come out, but I just watched it recently, and <laughs> that baby's fucking hilarious. Yeah. He's crazy. He's, he's got all the power. Yeah. yeah, he's got a, you know, I don't obviously want to spoil it if nobody out there has spoil seen it. Spoil it. But... Dude, he's fucking five years old. Spoil the shit out of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But he, yeah, he, he's definitely my favorite. Uh, but listen, Alec, I think that's a good place for us to wrap it up today. Uh, it, it's a great, you know, time 
having this conversation with you, going through this quote. Mm-hmm. I think it's awesome. To our listeners and everybody who keeps um, tabs on what we're doing, thank you so much for the love and support as always. You guys are what keep this thing rocking and rolling. And we appreciate you. That closes out episode number 14 of the Whitehorn Project. You guys are awesome. Be sure to follow us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you listen to your podcasts. We'll see you soon on the next one. Take care.